thought she was grand. Fell in love, found out firsthand. Went well for a week or two. Then it all came unglued. In a trap, trip I can't grip. Never thought I'd be the one who'd slip. Then I started to realize I was living one big lie. She fucking hates me. Trust, she fucking hates me. La 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 love. I tried too hard and she told my feelings like I had none and ripped them Casey Bowles with the Texas Meltdown. We are brought to you by Fat Jack's Oyster and Sports Bar. Great live music, usually Thursday through Saturday night. Best ribeyes and oysters in East Texas. You can find them on State Line Avenue on the Arkansas side. Right next to where old Hancock Fabric used to be and where their bowling alley is now. We are also brought to you by Robert Wittestatter, attorney and counselor of law. Gets a roommate out of a lot of shit. If you can't do it, then you're just really fucked up. You can reach him at 903-794-0093. Their office is on Texas Boulevard. We're also brought to you by TW Automotive. Best mechanics in town. You can go talk to Lee Welburn at the front desk and he'll hook you up. 
30-point services for all your ventilating, heating, and air needs. You can reach them or TJ Tellus at 903-277-2999. And we're brought to you by the Knighton Center for all your family and acute health care needs. You can find him on King's Highway right next to the Roadrunner and Dixie Diner. We'll reach him at 903-838-0444, Terry Knighton, FNP. It was fucking Red Shahan. I was in Culberson County when it came out. She's a bad bitch, man. Oh, this past Sunday. You see why? She's got a new single out. Talk about your music. Her music's a little out there sometimes. It is, but at the same time, she's the only one that's like that. Yeah, she's definitely unique. She's she's Casey fucking Mustang. Spicy Casey. That's it. See, we gotta be talking in your microphone about this stuff. But I don't, I don't know how true that she's is. She's a huge drug advocate. Yeah, she really is. I didn't know that at all. Yes, sir. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that I read that that's why her songs are so up and down in that last album. It's because they have like the emotional up and downs, like she was going on while she was on drugs. But like I said, I've only read that one article about it, and I ain't heard shit else. I can see where a couple of those come from. Some of the low down ones. May or may not, yeah. Day after. They did say that, and I don't know how true this is either, that she was caught high fiving like one of the people in the royal families, or whatever else. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. That's like incredibly disrespectful. Yeah, and they high fived her back though. Yeah. Because, I mean, fuck, it's Casey Musgraves. What are you going to do? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I think it's funny, though. Shit. That's awesome. It's badass. And she's from Texas, so I, I give her creds there, too. I remember seeing her play way back in the day. I mean, like, she was, it was like one of her first big shows to ever do, like the Grammys or whatever, like the... I think, oh, it v- I think it was at the VMAs one year, like the MTV Video Music Awards, which is a huge deal, you know, like, yeah, and yeah. she played there the country artists, like, country, country artists, you know, they ain't know, like, Florida Georgia Line or Eric Church, like, she was like a Texas country musician, basically, she was Americana, like, small yeah, time, fuck yeah. and then she got to play there, she was in all sequin, like, it looked like a one-piece swimsuit made out of sequins, and, yeah, I'll take one, and, uh... She uh wore that like the background was like animated. It, it was it was looked like it's like an old saloon in the background. It was fucking cool, man. It looked like something off of Grand Ole Opry from back in the day, like. But it was new, definitely new age with like the video screens and stuff, making the props in the background. It was just really cool. She's she puts on an interesting show at those things. You can tell I'm pro- she probably does her own sets. Like designs it, you know what I mean, or at least has a lot of say in it. They're all pretty similar. They do all match her personality. Yeah, they match her personality real good. If they found somebody to do that for her to match her like that, then that's a bad motherfucker that can do that. Yeah, you know, she. I think she's married to one of her. Uh, it's one of them her jobs bass players, something about. like that. Am I not mistaken? I don't know, man. I'm jealous. I think she's dating, <laughs> dating her bass player, married to her bass player. I'm not real sure. I play tambourine. <laughs> for her, man. I would too. I I can't lie. Play her tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Casey Musgraves is a shit though. There was a pretty good bandit, or yeah, I say pretty good bandit Fat Jacks last night. What were they called? After hours. Oh yeah, they're they're pretty. They're really good. Yeah. They got just a lot of talented people in it. They yeah. put a bunch of talented people together. No man, the other night after my mom's surgery, I forgot to talk about this. Man, I went by Love and War for a minute just to like. It's not Love and War anymore. It's Texas Music City Smokehouse. Don't ask. I don't know why they changed the name of it. That's Same true. owners, still Ty Phelps, but shout out Ty. Casey Bowles probably don't remember my name, but you know if you saw me. <laughs> anyway, I stopped by there, man, and they have a house band now that's there on, like, Thursdays. I think, I think it was the Thursday that I was there. And, I, you know, it closed in, like, 45 minutes when I got there. I drank two beers, and I bounced out. Man, they kicked ass. It was this old man on a piano and a dude on a little jazz drum set. And these motherfuckers rocked out. They're like, this dude did the loops on his piano, like, it was real cool. Like they had like a whole band, and it was really just a piano and that dude. And they would start everything. No shit. Yeah, dude, I went to like a- he would start playing his piano riff, and yeah. then he would, you know, he would record it and then loop it real quick, and then he'd hit the drum button on his or like the strings button, and like he'd get a guitar going with his piano, and he would record that, loop that, and he just kept he just start adding shit to it, and by the end of it, he's got a full band that he just did all with his piano. And it's all playing. It's really, it's really hard to do that. Fuck yeah, it is. Like live in show. You know what I mean? That is pretty badass. And then, do you know like, what their name was? No, I have no clue. And then at the end, I, that the dude on the piano walked over, and the dude on the drums doing a drum solo, and the dude on the piano went and started jamming with the dude on the drums. As the drummer is doing the drum solo, he's also playing his own solo on the dude's drums, and they're both playing the drums. That dude's just standing up to the side. But it wasn't like he was just tapping on some shit. Like, this is two full-fledged drum solos going on off of one fucking drum set. It was really intense. For for just two guys sitting there, and there was, like, two tables in there. These motherfuckers was getting down, like, they had, like, a show of, like, three or 4,000 people watching them play drums and a piano. That's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, it was just, like, one of the most awesome things I've seen in a long time. Me and uh, me and my dad, we were in Vegas one year. I think shit, it was back in like 2015. Just me and my dad got to go to uh, Las Vegas. Man, that was awesome as shit. Went to go see the SEMA show and everything else. But uh, while we're there at night, when we're outside of the show and everything, um, we go walk around the bottom of our hotel room and like the strip and everything else. And we stumbled in this piano bar, dude. And I, I didn't think that that would be something that I would be interested in at the time. I've always thought about that. And I went into it, and that was the coolest shit ever. Whatever fucking song you can fucking pick, this motherfucker knew it. I mean, from country to, like, hip-hop, rock. Like, I mean, this motherfucker was getting down, this old white dude on a piano in this piano bar. And it was kick-ass. I wanted to two-step because he started playing some George Strait and uh, I think he played like Sweet Home Alabama because he started asking people in the audience where they were from and everything else. This is uh, <coughs> this is down in the bottom of the parish, though. On the, uh, There's them piano players that you can be like, play some boozy and them motherfuckers that jam some boozy on that piano. Like, them dudes oh, are fuck yeah, dude. Good. It was fun as shit, though. That was that was one of the more interesting. I would, I'm honestly a little jealous I haven't went back to a piano bar yet. I went to one piano bar one time. I wouldn't call that where I went and saw a piano bar, but, you know, because it was just like the house band on Thursday or whatever. But um, I was in Odessa, or I was in Midland with some of mine and Tyler's mutual friends. 
And the night I drove two and a half hours, they said we was going to watch Parker McCollum. I had never, I still to this day have not seen Parker McCollum. I've met him, but I've never, I've never watched him play. I've always met him like in a different setting to where like he wasn't playing that night. Yeah. And which I was only like twice. I'm not going to let y'all think that like me and this nigga are cool or something. He won't even know who I am. But, uh, so we were supposed to go drive two and a half hours and I'm pissed off. I get there. We ain't going. Nobody feels like going. I'm like, I just drove two and a half hours, you know? They're like, oh, our friendship ain't good enough. Give me a guilt trip, okay? <laughs> Give me a guilt trip about how I'm the asshole because I'm mad that I just drove two and a half hours to go to a concert and now we're not going. Yeah. You know, like, I'm getting the guilt trip on this shit. And then the next day, they're like, what y'all want to do? They're like, there's a piano, there's some dueling pianos, which is two pianos, two piano players. At the bar in Midland. And I'm like... I've been to the bar. Yeah, and I'm like, fucking hey, man, let's go to that. And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I said, no, you sons of bitches. We hung outside last night. I'm going out in public. I haven't been out in forever. I was like, I've been out looking at sand in the fucking desert. I want to see some pretty women. And I want to, like, drink some beer and take a couple shots. And I need a driver. And that's so they agreed to drive. We drank all day eating... Uh, fucking crawfish and everything else. Get to the bar. It is packed out. I paid two fifty for us a fucking table because nobody wanted to put pitch in. And I actually, that's how I convinced them to go. Was I was like, I'll pay for the table. That was the whole reason that they wanted to pay for a table. But that's understandable. At at one point throughout, we get fucked up, man, like bad. And at one point, Alan comes up missing. Well, his girlfriend, Alex, comes up to me. I don't know where he's at. I've been at the table just like you have, girl. Like, I don't know. She comes up and asks me where Alan's at. I don't know. So I'm like, I've been sitting here with you. I don't know. Like, I'm right here. I was like, I don't, you know, I'll go out to the parking lot and see. Well, she bitches me out about me not knowing where Alan's at. Like, I'm supposed to know. I say, fuck it. I'm going to the car. So I'm walking outside. She's following me, bitching me out the whole way because I don't know where her boyfriend's at like I'm supposed to. He's in the car. But in the midst of me walking to the car, she ends up punching me in the face because she asked again, and I told her, I don't fucking know. I've been with you, girl. I don't. It, it's not my boyfriend. I don't know. I don't keep tabs on Alan Watson. And anyway, she smoked me in the eye. No correlation with the black eye I have now. And um, <laughs> I get to the car, and I get in the back seat, and Alan's like, or somebody comes up and is like, hey, you need to pay your tab. Let me see your card real quick. And I'm outside arguing with Alex. We don't know. We don't realize he's in the car by this point. Backtrack. Alex punches me in the eye. Somebody gets my debit card from me, says I haven't paid my tab. Goes in and pays everybody's tab. Charge on my card next day, 254 table, D-bar, 750 something and some change for the fucking tab but anyways i ain't mad it was, it was cool we had fun Holy up until shit. that point but anyways get punched in the face take my card do that i go to the car and i'm sitting in the back seat alan's like where you want to go i kind of want to get to the fucking apartment and go to sleep like y'all kind of ruined my night you know like fucking i'm sorry i suggested this he said you say you want to leave I said, yeah, and Alex has her hand on the door handle, and this son of a bitch burns out. <laughs> Leaves Alex behind. Leaves Alex behind. She called. I'm like, holy fuck, man. 
you are getting, you are adding to my whole situation right now, Brian. Like, you're just adding to it, buddy. I'm like, golly, man, she's going to burn the fucking apartment down. And she calls and literally says that. After I just told him she was going to. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's like, I'm going to, I'm fucked up, you know. Don't get me wrong, I am fucked up. But I'm like, man, there's a hotel less than a mile away from y'all's apartment. I'm already Googling it, you know. I'm trying to find me a hotel to go to. Fuck staying there. Well, I decided I could drive there. Wrong. Couldn't. Get to cruising down the road because, you know, I ain't. I don't know what the fuck went down. All I know is the next day, Alan couldn't bail me out of jail because his hand was broke. That's all I know what went down after I left. I don't know. But I got I made it about a quarter of a mile. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god, it hurts to laugh. I made it about a quarter mile from the from the oh, apartment. Fuck. And I almost ran a stop sign. It's like midnight on oh, Sunday. That's, that's yes, I almost ran a, a, a stop sign. It's a flashing light stop sign. <laughs> Holy shit. And I look to my <laughs> left, and there's a DOT officer chilling with her takedowns on. These motherfuckers don't spot me. <laughs> so I hide my weed. <laughs> don't need that going on in my life. And it's a girl getting trained oh, by a police shit. by another guy. Okay, like she oh, this is like her first week on the job. She don't even know what to do by this point because I'm like trash. But I'm being <laughs> funny about it because I didn't accept it. I'm going to jail. This is my fault. I can't blame nobody. So I, I, I'm sitting there. And I, I, what happened was I put my sunglasses that I had on in the bar. <laughs> I was putting them in my sunglasses thing and almost ran the stop sign. So that's where I'm at in life by that point. <laughs> and, um, she comes up to the window and she's like, sir, um, whoa. Okay, there's beer bottles, by the way, all in my floorboard. And there's beer everywhere. My floorboard is soaking ass wet with beer. Really dumb to take this vehicle anywhere. If you were sober, you would have went to jail for DWI because of how bad this truck smelled of alcohol. Anyway, how many, definitely with how many beer cans were in there. Don't drink and drive. This is why. Like, I was going a mile. A mile, and I almost ran a stop sign. So, luckily, that cop got me. Never know what could have happened in between then and the motel. But anyway, her hotel, I was going to Armada. That's like 300 bucks a night. Motherfuckers raping motherfuckers on motel room prices. But anyways, cop comes up there and she's like, "Can you step out of the vehicle, please?" And I fall down during my sobriety <laughs> test. Like I'm fucked. Up. I'm laughing about it. Like I told them before, I was like, do "We really got to do this," and they were like, "Yeah, we need to." And I'm like, "Y'all got me. Like, look at the fucking floorboard. Like, y'all just <laughs> like y'all really gonna make me embarrass myself like this?" And they did, and they were laughing with me because I'm cracking jokes at the girl. Cause she's actually kind of hot. She's a, hot, a good looking old Mexican girl. And um, I'm hitting on her, and we get, we get, they put me into the Tahoe. They put me, they fuck up by putting me in the front seat. Okay, <laughs> that was their own damn fault for doing that. That I, that one's on them. All right, that one, everything else up to this point's oh, on me, but them put me in the passenger seat of that Tahoe. They didn't have to do that. Okay, so anyways, he's in the back seat. And he's giving her pointers on the computer. And I'm leaned over the middle console, like, staring at the computer screen, blocking that guy's view completely. Like, I'm interested in how they type people's shit in. What comes up? Run my name real quick, girl. Let's see what my record looks like. You know, like, where are we at? And, um, and they're laughing and cutting up and everything. And, my, and I called my dad. I was like, I was working for him. And I was like, Gary, I ain't going to come work tomorrow. 
And he was like, why are you calling me at 1130 at night on a Sunday? He thought it was just the worst thing in the world I was out that late on a Sunday. <laughs> and I'm like, he, I was, he was like, where are you at? And I said, I'm in Odessa. I said, I'm not going to be able to make it to work tomorrow. He blows up. He knows what happened. And this dude gets so mad, ends up hanging up on me. And I'm like, I don't need you to come. Oh, he tells me, I ain't come to get you out, motherfucker. You just sit in there. I'm like, I don't need you to get me out. Just have my spot filled at work tomorrow. That's all I need. Like, I will get myself out, get to my truck. I'll get out, take care of. probably be there by noon tomorrow. I said, if not, I said, depending on how early I get out. I said, what time? I said, 1130. And I was like, oh, Dad, I might get time to get out of the drunk tank and be at work on time. I guess we'll see. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't. But uh, <laughs> anyways, he bitches me out, cusses me like a dog to the point that officer was like, was that really your dad or is that like a stepdad? <laughs> I was like, that was my dad. <laughs> they were like, whoa, man, you, you're lucky you're going to jail, huh? And I said, yeah, I don't want to go back to that now. And um, anyways, they take, me to, they take me to jail and um, I get in there and the dude, I'm like, man, can I bail out? No, come get me whenever it's time because there's like a four-hour drunk tank hold. If you've been drinking, you got to stay in there for like four hours or so. And um, he's like, yeah, and he comes and gets me like in six hours. So I'm already going to be like, I can't make it to work now. And um, he's like, oh, your debit card won't swap. I'm like, there's 10 grand on that debit card, man. Like, it'll swap. And he's like, no, like your swappers broke. I was like, can you like type it in anyway? No. I was like, so what do you mean? He's like, I guess she's going to sit here till trial. I said, I'm going to have to sit in here for 30 days because you can't type my debit card in. Like, you, you're lying now. Like, there's no <laughs> way. Like, you're costing the county money now. Like, no matter how much they get out of this DWI, it's not going to recoup. What if I had no family here? Next shift comes in at, like, 10 a.m., and it's some girl, and she's real nice. She's real sweet, and I'm being sweet, too, because I'm trying to get the fuck up out of there. And um, she said that all you got to do is call commissary, which is over the phone anyways. Type your card in. It takes like five minutes to transfer the funds. So instead of getting out at 5 a.m. like I was supposed to, five hours later at 10 a.m. I get out. And then have to walk five miles to my truck through the middle of goddamn Odessa. Do you walk five miles? Through the middle of Odessa. Roughest town this side of the border. It ain't that rough. Son, Midland, you've been, in, you've been in Midland. No, you've rough. been in Midland. Okay, there's another side to Midland called Odessa. And that's like Midland's shadow. And that's where you get kind of caught in bad neighborhoods, which I walked through a couple of them. Like, I was getting, I think everybody realized I was probably walking from jail because I'm like this. Like, I'm in, like, a pol- like a short sleeve polo. <laughs> like, I'm decked out with cowboy hat, my boots. Like, I'm dressed up. And I'm walking through, like, these ghettos, like, with everybody just, like, staring at me like, that guy just got out of jail. I feel like. But that was my story about going to a piano bar. I ain't, I ain't been back since. It <laughs> was long-winded, but it's, it was. It was well no worth it. Weak points. Yeah, definitely no weak points. I fucking one of the best stories I've heard. Midland County time. has the best concrete floors. I mean, the softest <laughs> concrete floors you will ever sleep on. Just in case, like you're trying to go to jail somewhere, I would suggest Midland County. Softest. Car. Don't talk. Make just make sure it's at a town where it's convenient for the second crew to come in because that night crew's a motherfucker. Schedule your stays. Schedule your stays. 
Oh my god, dude! I don't even have shit to say back to that. That's just the funniest shit I've heard all. It's like the funniest shit I've heard all week. I will, I will give it that. Holy fuck! I got that story over the phone. Right after it happened, yeah. I'm driving back to work. Actually, I didn't even make it to work that day. My dad's like, "Oh, by the way, I didn't go to work the next day." I'm driving back and like I'm so tired. Like I ain't slept. There's this Mexican guy and he was a meth head. He was like one of them old Mexican meth heads though that wasn't like crackhead skinny, but he made the noises. You know what I mean? So he's like a full fledged Mexican guy. Not some I'd probably just want to like try to beat his ass over or something. So I kept to myself, but he was like, he would just yawn so loud about every three minutes. I'd say I counted there for minutes, about every three minutes. He was he was yawning real loud. I'm not sure if he was trying to. Then there was this naked bitch, man. Like they had her in a holding cell. They kept having to open the door. Like she'd be banging her head on with shit. There'd be blood on the glass. She was going crazy, man. It was wild. That was one of the rougher jails I've ever been in. To be honest, it wasn't bad. To be, if they had no benches in in there in the cells, ain't no benches. It is all concrete floor. So, like, if you go in there, there's nothing to lay on but the concrete floor. Most time, there's a bench or something in there. Nope. Fuck that. Have y'all heard, uh, y'all listen to Charlie Crockett? Yeah, he ain't bad. He's kind of goofy looking, though. Yeah, he's a little different looking. But, I mean, I'm not. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, he looks goofy, man. Him and Hero have a lot of the same. Shut the fuck oh. up. Oh, man. It's different. I mean, different's the word for that, I guess. Yeah, I didn't I, say he was ugly. I said he was goofy looking. I don't feel like that's the same. Goofy guys get women, I guess. I like his music. I've seen it on Facebook. Me and Chandler were talking last night about just the fact that, like, we're talking about good bands. And we're thinking, just like that piano bar got me thinking. It's like if someone's just genuinely good at an instrument, I don't care if it's harmonica, yeah. fiddle, they could be playing. If they could play tambourine like a motherfucker, I would sit there and listen as long I as they too. want to play. You know what? Oh, yeah. A lot of the times, though, like, I, I like live music so much. I'm not going to lie. I'll sit and listen to a shit band. You know, I don't care. Just make just I, I'll get the song going in my head. That's I, 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 don't, I don't need you. I need you to get the song going, and then I'll, I'll sit here and sing it to myself. not saying this guy's shitty at all, but... uh. I like, I like watching acoustic shows, and um, Blake Powell, he was playing at Fat Jack's or whatever one night. On a Thursday night, Wednesday night, I can't really remember. It was, it was acoustic show night, though. Um, oh, it had to be a Thursday night, because Wednesday night they got they got a karaoke. I love his music, man. That but uh, he started playing, um, God damn, what's Jason Isbell's song? Uh, cover, elephant. Cover Me Up. Elephant. Yeah, no, but he sings Cover Me Up. He sings Cover Me Up. He also does Elephant. I haven't heard Elephant. That's actually my favorite song by him. Jason Isbell? Yeah. Yeah. He's got good tunes. I sure. didn't know till like Blake Powell's like one of them cover people that he covers such a specific set of music that like I, I enjoy listening to. But him he covers, yeah. No, he's, no, but it's songs that you don't hear other people cover a lot. This is true too. You know, yeah. what I mean, like it's songs that we hear like our, our Texas music stuff that not like we watched a girl. I watched, <laughs> I watched a girl. I watched part of a show Thursday. I watched part of a show Thursday before it got cut abruptly short. And um, like she covered like Miranda Lambert stuff. She has some. She, I ain't gonna say no name. She she had some good songs that she wrote, but it wasn't like if you asked her to cover like Nirvana, like the girls I know that play, you know what I mean, that are good artists. 
you know, like they'll play you some Nirvana immediately. Like, they'll be the first, they'll be the first ones to jam out some rock and roll. But this girl didn't know no covers other than like Miranda Lambert and like Carrie Underwood. And I'm like, girl, like get you a playlist just because, like, I get it. But oh, you cover Donnie. Garth Brooks, okay? No, like you asked Donnie, you could ask him to play Garth yeah. Brooks. Donnie Dodson, you, you can play you could anything. Ask him to play fucking Journey, and then you could ask him to play Turn some Lil Wayne. And this son of a bitch will bounce like that. I'm talking about, he may not get every word, but if he doesn't get the words, he's He'll be, he'll be there laughing with like, you. Oh. Everybody in the crowd will be laughing by the end of it. You know, like, if he knows that he's supposed to butcher this song, like, he'll let you know, and then, like, he'll let you join in. And, like, and throughout the night, man, he'll have some interesting people just come up and play, like, just people he knows. You know, just some random guy in the mm-hmm. crowd that can't play no instruments, but he can, like, jam out to one song. And he'll be like, I know you can play this song. Come up here. And that person will get up there and just rock the fuck out with Donnie. Like, he'll force him to rock the fuck out. Half the time, Donnie will start some songs, like, and he'll be laughing at the beginning, and he'll be killing it. And then halfway through, he'll be like, all right, I really don't know that song. He's like, yeah. I've never played that before. And you'd think that was, he was killing it. No shit? Yeah. yeah. He just didn't know. He'd never played it before. I saw, I saw that guy get so fucked up at his fucking baby shower. So Donnie's one of the musicians that he wants to play for his own birthday party. Like they would have a birthday party at the Cooks every year, and he wants to be the band to play there. Like Instead of like, you know, if it's your birthday, it's time for some, a band to come and hang out and play for you. No, Donnie wants to play. He played his fucking baby shower. He played his wedding he played his own everything because he loves to play that much. Like, that's his gift is to get to show y'all what he can do, basically. And he's been doing this for, like, 20 years, man. Yeah. Like, on constantly on the road. Well, he's at his baby shower, and we get fucked up, man. I mean, we've been drinking since Were you since at his I, baby shower? Yeah, I was at his fucking baby shower. <laughs> and uh, at, the, at, the, at the cook's shop. It's a two-story shop. There's pool tables. Yes, there's two stories. It's two stories. There's pool tables up top, and then downstairs is like they had a car lift. Cole Wetzel was there one time. Oh yeah, yeah. I was there when Cole played. Oh, okay. They had Andreas up on the fucking truck lift. Andreas? I thought it was easy. I thought that was no. It was was Andreas. No, Andreas was playing for Bo Hennessy Band. Easy was still the fucking drummer. Yeah. But they had the drummers up on a damn car lift. Yeah, remember that was on a piece of plywood. That it was, was when so sketchy. Colton Colton Watson was playing for him and everything yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, Donnie yeah, dude, gets so like fucked up while he's playing. He's like, he comes over to me and he's like stumbling around. He comes over, he's by me, he starts talking to me. He's like, he just looks over at me. In the middle of the conversation, it ain't even about what he's doing. He's like, I'm going to be honest with you, Casey. I never forgot the words to all these songs. I don't know how to play them. I'm just shredding the fuck out of this guitar. I was like, I noticed. And then he goes back up there, and sure enough, he ain't, he's not, the the songs he's singing aren't what's coming out of his guitar. And it's just sounding good, you know? Like, it's just, it's just joyful noise. If I have to explain Donnie but he wouldn't do that at a page show. You see him at a bar, he's not going to get like that. But that's the Donnie I've seen to where I've seen him, I've never seen him get so fucked up at a bar that he couldn't play. I've seen Cody Jinks get so fucked up he fell off his bar stool, you know, way back in the day. I've seen Mason fall face first. I've seen that too. So I've seen a lot of musicians get so drunk they'll fall off the bar stool, but I've never seen Donnie so drunk he couldn't play, including the time at his fucking baby shower. And I've never seen him that fucked up again. He was running around. He can play in his sleep. He'll be playing with one hand. He'll have his left hand up on the neck. And it'll sound like there's two guitars playing, and they're both shredding the fuck out of it. But he's just sitting there playing with one hand, drinking yeah, a beer, smoking uh, yeah. a cigarette in the other hand. 
He'll reach down to get a beard. He'll just... It's so good, man. You have to go see Donnie someday. You still haven't seen him, have you? No. Not that I can remember. I know I've seen him. He he, he, he played that night. I he was him, the I player. Seen him at the night at Coe's. Yeah, he, Coe he, was the, he was the person that was supposed to play all night, and then Coe and Coe, Bo Hennessy called, and then Coe called, and we, was, all, and we told them to bring their asses. So they all come out there. And then there was them two hippie kids with no shoes on. Remember the white kid with the afro? Uh, yeah, and then there was a kid wearing an American flag, like long hair, longer mine. Like pretty much what told me to grow my hair out was meeting that guy. And um, he had hair down past his shoulders, an American flag, tank top on. And no, no, neither one wore shoes. One of them had a banjo, and one of them had a guitar, an acoustic guitar. And they just, we didn't know, nobody knew who they were. They said they were from Longview. So they called themselves the East Texas Hippies. I'll never forget that. I've never heard of them since. Uh, anytime I found something about East Texas Hippies on Facebook, I always check it out, and it's never them. I'm pretty disappointed. That's These motherfuckers were good, man. They were just some random people that showed up. From Longview, they had a bus there at that place one time, a party bus, like a school bus, party bus with a stripper pole on the back. Like they had a hat, they had a half top on the back, they had a stripper pole back there, they had lights, fog machines, flames shooting out the tailpipes. Like, the, some, it's always a monster truck too. It's got like these big ass skitter tires on it. It was cool as shit, dude. I'm telling you, that, that shop. Has had some of the best fucking concerts ever put on at that show. We're talking about two or three hundred people pack into this two story shop and, and around it. Have you ever been? And it no. gets insane, man. I actually just saw a video of Donnie playing there, and it was somebody videoing from the side, and up top you could see a dude up at the playing pool, and he's sitting there with his uh, pool stick, like playing air guitar. This motherfucker's up there just getting shredding after the shit out of his air guitar. He was even getting videoed. I sit there and watch it for like three minutes. Like, Donnie will get you into that music. Yeah. That's we we, we went to the uh, MJ's over at Domino. Oh, my God. We went there the other night. I MJ's forgot. and Domino. It used to be the Bar C. Oh, shit. Okay, so, okay. we went there. Man, that was a rough crowd. A bunch of meth heads, man. I percent of the women were over 300 pounds. Yeah, Nick literally had to tell. I mean, seriously, and I was, I was going along with it, man. It was me, Nick, Brody, and this girl. And um, Mick actually had to legitimately use the I'm gay, we're gay together. And I told her, and this was like two, two hours of her harassing Nick's us. not gay. I Nick's not gay, it. by the way. It was seriously just like a, a diversion. A, a diversion. And I would call it harassment because be she kept coming back and like she's rubbing on my beard and stuff. After she told, after, after like they legitimately told him like there's a gay bartender. So it's like gay no. people in the scene. Brody puts his hand in my inner thigh. Yeah. Like. She's still trying. A good hold. Still I trying. I put my arm around him, playing with I've his hair. Nick's funny. ugly. He's not that good looking. I can't believe she did that. <laughs> I'm ugly in the group. She said, uh, uh, she, she hit us one more time. She's like, no, she said, y'all are so fucking cute. And I said, you see us in bed. She said, I want to. And I was like, bitch, That's I where give you fucked up. up. That's where you I fucked up. I give up. Okay, I tell you, I'm gay. And you still want to, you want to keep this going? Oh, shit. Maybe she's into that kind of thing, man. She ended up true. throwing, just to tell you. All that up, on you. She ended up throwing up all over the floor. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. She fell down a she couple times. I thought Nick was going to beat the shit out of her dad or whatever the fuck that guy was. <laughs> I wouldn't have, man. My God. When did y'all go there? I mean, Fucking just... like three weeks ago. Maybe three. Yeah, about three weeks ago. Maybe four weeks. <laughs> well, four weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I had fun, though. I did Donnie have fun. I out. had a lot of fun. Donnie called us out for 
sitting in the back corner just yeah, so we had to go stand up by the front next to these giant speakers, dude, blowing our shit out. I got a video. It was fun, though. There was having to be a chair right in front of the stage facing Yeah, it was somebody's crowd. birthday. Donnie makes you go sit in the thing. I sat down in the chair and just crossed my legs. <laughs> yeah, put, put his back to Donnie. We're talking about, like, sits, like, two foot in front of Donnie playing. In a fucking just ratchet-ass restaurant chair just sits there and just listens to music by himself. Everybody's just looking. like it's just, You did that? It, it's the funniest shit ever just because I'm laughing because I understand, but nobody else does. Everybody's just kind of looking. That's There's just some part. random red-headed kid sitting on, sitting on, a, on a chair in front of the – in the middle of the dance floor. Nobody knows <laughs> other than Donnie. <laughs> Donnie's laughing in his music, man. At one point, like, he shredded a song. Donnie shredded a song so hard, like, he just threw his head back and started laughing. I was like, and that's Donnie Dyson right there. Like, that little two-minute guitar solo that he did, I guarantee it was all two minutes. Some will play a guitar solo forever and just never stop. To where he just threw his head back and laughed at the end and just started slinging his hair around. Dustin, the bass player, man, that's my homie. Dust, me and Dustin, Donnie's little, Donnie's little brother. Yeah, I told you too. As soon as he done it, it started out real mild. The concert did. Yeah. Dustin had his hat on. Dustin's got hair down past his ass. Me and Dustin graduated together. We've been cool since high school. Like I was one of the few kids to talk to him, cause he slept all the time. He just stayed stoned and slept. That's all he did. So nobody talked to him, you know, like he wasn't ever awake to talk to him. We would have. <laughs> but anyways, I ended up meeting him through like, you know, the music scene and all because I was like a different kid, you know, like I roamed around. Yeah. And uh, I checked out the different scenes. I, did, I wasn't just with the popular kids and preppy kids. Like I I explored and I found Dustin. Holy fucks. Never, my life's never been the same. I found white trash wannabes and my life changed for the worst. I'm blaming you, Donnie. I'm blaming you. That's kind of funny. I feel like the only reason. Fuck yeah, dude. You go to his concerts, man. I'm telling you, dude. It's something about the alcohol. They're like, everyone loves to have him there because he'll get people drinking. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you want to drink to kill the music. Like, you're hyped up because of the music. Like, he plays such a diverse. This dude can go from, like, Park Crow all the way down to Slipknot and never miss an, and, and make it sound like the two songs might as well have been wrote together. It don't sound like country. It literally sounds like Slipknot, but the style of play, it's so cool, man. He'll play this country song as a country song. i tell you one thing I wanted into. This, it's, it's almost on the same random randomness as that or whatever else of how, like, the variety of music and everything. <laughs> and uh, I went up to Shooters on a Thursday night. This was, like, two years ago. Never before have I ever even heard of any shit like this. Mushroom Head was playing. I'm talking about like I remember Mushroom Head played that. Yes, I didn't get, get to go. dressed up. If you've never seen a Mushroom Head concert, I they're supposed to be pretty good. I've always heard. I, this, I've always heard that if you want to go to a metal concert, that's the way to go to. They are a screamo metal concert. They are. I hate. I, heard, that. I, heard I hate that song so music fun. because they can't do it because of the, how how loud they play it. Now I've seen several of them. I've always just heard because it they've fun. always come and played at the bar where where I was working at, at the time, and it. Was there a bunch of it's, bikers there? It's different. No, no, no. No, Mushroom, Mushroom Head not is, a, is like, they're dressed I'm up. They're no, you, you're thinking, I, I remember, I, we were there the night. They had you like, and Matt together. They had like huge-ass drums young. set up all over this stage. I mean, it's almost like Mushroom, a blue band group, Mushroom Head but like and Slipknot are basically the same thing. But they're like they're like playing on these drums, and there's like six foot of water that is colored, that is changing colors every time it bounces off the drum. Every time they're playing, that's fine. 
every time they're every time they're banging on the drum, the water is bouncing up like six foot off this drum, and it's changing colors every time. And they are dressed up in like almost like de- demonic looking shit, but it's not. But it's just so fucking. It's one of those deals like you're like I want to leave, but at the same time I'm so interested really in how it. like okay. set your so, so show is that I want to watch. So I stayed. Me and Sam stayed and watched the whole show, and I was just like, holy shit, I would probably go see him again. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that, that's like Slipknot, you know, like you always hear people talk about Slipknot, because that was the band that got them into that kind of music, like Slipknot's that band that some of the most uptight people love before I forget, and songs like that by Slipknot, you know what I mean, like some hardcore songs, but Slipknot had like 10 motherfuckers in the band beating the fuck out of drums with spikes and Fucking just acting crazy on stage, but it was a good crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it looked demonic if you just look at it. But if you watch them, they're having fun. Holy shit. Yes. But you got to watch one of their Like, Mushroom Head and Slipknot are like... I got a question. Very similar. There was a band there one night at Shooters. And they might have been even coming through town, or they had a show at Shooters the next night. And they were hanging Saving out. Saving Abel hangs out there that's all who, the time. Was, yeah, no, no, no. Out. Saving Abel shows up on like Sundays and shit like that. They don't play. They come and play pool. Like, this is what these motherfuckers look like. But I wish they, the live shit is way cooler than this, but this is what they do. Man, that's. Turn the volume up. See, like, that kind of scream mode is such fast paced and it's more. I love it, man. We need some mics like that. Let me see. Let me see. I don't know if we'll show it again. But, dude, they're dressed up like that, full fledged. But the, they're dressed up like that? Yes. At the concert? Holy shit. But their man. set was so fucking cool, dude. It was one of those deals just like. I've been standing right Like, the music the sucked. Their music, like, okay. That's music, a tin can microphone. They got a damn tuna can. They're adding the mic. Really? <laughs> yeah. It but really yeah, is that's a tuna the, can. That was the bass player, the guy that's got the dreads. That was like the lead singer. That dude was too. I, I forgot that where That was the bass player. Something happened. I didn't get to go there. I remember you telling me how that y'all, that y'all actually thought it was pretty cool. We did, though, dude. And, I'm and I, told right now, like, I told you beforehand, though. I told you beforehand. I was like, me not going to like the music. I said, it's going to be a pretty good show. Yeah. Well, I remember. I was, it's going to be so interesting. My, so my cousin, he does, uh, he gets, he's gotten a bunch of tattoos. He, he sleeps the fuck out. Like, chest up, thighs down. Dude's got tattoos covered all over him, like 10 grand worth of tattoos, if not more, on this body. And uh, anyways, he's uh, he's gotten all, pretty much all of his work done at Texture Inc. And it's Jonathan Fat Jack Welburn. Jay. Jonathan Fat Jack Welburn. Yeah. Golly, man. Oh, you had to say it like that. You're going to get a big head that you said it like that. Now I'm going to have to hear that. I'm going to have to hear that. He's already got a big head. He's already got a big head. you're not helping the situation. We're there there getting a tattoo or whatever. And um, shit, what's the guy's name that used to own it? I can't think of. Oh, man. Daddy? John. John. Oh. John. uh, I can't think of John's last name. Anyways, he was talking about how Mushroom Head was going to be there at Shooters and everything else. Pryor? No. He's no, no, that's not John Pryor. He's cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. But this guy's an older guy, older white guy. Um, he only drove a Tundra. But anyways, yeah. No, he was talking about Mushroom Head, and he was talking about how badass it is and everything else. And I remember seeing him at the show or whatever, and I was like, dude, you will not lie. They, they do kick ass. You know, I think it's pretty Have fucking neat. Have they been neat. there lately? No. No, that, that was like a one-time thing, dog. Really. Perry, I don't think Perry liked it. 
I don't think Perry was there, but JB was there, and that's when JB was like, oh, well, real I mean, influential if JB on that, didn't like JB, it, you know, what if I mean? JB didn't like it, Perry didn't like it, basically. Yeah, yeah. but no, dude, like it was. Oh, man, I wish I could find a lot. That's show what I like about Perry, is he got JB, who used to be one of the biggest assholes. I love JB to death. He's one of our best friends. If it tells you anything about how big an asshole JB is, dick, he's man. influenced Casey on how to be an asshole. Yeah, like he influenced my life. Like, we used to sit and play Uno with him every Sunday at the Hooters. And he would get so mad. We'd smoke the house out. And all of a sudden, JV would just get pissed off and just get up and leave. Oh, but yeah, he would yeah. do it every single Sunday. It well, wasn't it, it like wasn't it house. was a I remember he was laying on the couch one afternoon when I walked in. I was like, JB, what the fuck are you doing? And this is like a, a middle-aged to 50-year-old white, white no, guy. He's like, no, he's as fuck like all the 50 time. to 60 white man. Okay, well, anyway. Maybe like, even 60 yeah, already. So he was hanging out. I, I walked in one afternoon. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm watching the fucking game. What are you doing? I was like. Motherfucker, I live here. What, what do you mean? What am I doing? Like, <laughs> but I mean, he would fuck with you like that. So, uh, anyways, I was just like, well, fuck, I don't know. He's like, everybody was fucking playing Uno, and then everybody got high and left. And I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go take a shower. I'll see you later, man. It's like, this why are you? Just... But hey, I, I love that motherfucker. He was cool hey, as shit. You, if if you didn't know him, you would think he hated us. If you didn't know I him, I watched him kick a band off stage because he didn't like their music. Yes, he's man. That kind of but that's what that's what like I like about Perry is leave. that he found he somebody that was a big that enough asshole, asshole to where, like Blackberry Smoke, like he he was good friends with Blackberry Smoke, and that's weird. That's weird as shit. Like Blackberry Smoke's like a, they're pretty hardcore for a Texas country, or they're not even Texas country. Really, they're more Americana. I guess you'd say they play more outlaw country. They're on outlaw country all the time on XM. Yeah. But uh, like you know, like he would be randomly friends with those guys, and he would he had cool friends and stuff. He was just bitching at us because we was young. I don't think he really had a problem with anything we did. He just knew he had to bitch at us, so he did. What are you showing him video of now? This is the. Uh, Why y'all holding shit out for me, man? Mushroom head live. I'm not holding. Golly, shit out dude, I feel like it's so lonely. Like this here. is exactly oh what it looked God. like. Yes, I remember that dude with the horns and everything else. Like, he's one of the drummers. I don't know if they're going to do their water deal. Yeah, yeah that's it, it right there. Those are like... Oh, dude, that's awesome. But yes, that's how their whole set looked. And it was one of those deals, like, you didn't want to look away. You were just like, it's... That's pretty fucking neat. And the, the fact that they had, like, that many people at Shooters jamming the say, fuck out. I could understand how all those are people around the stage like that. There's only certain people I'll I'll go up and stand in front of the stage like, and listen to. But yeah, they. Were, but I mean, if you listen I love to, going to front stage rock and roll concerts, man. Just front and center, dog, right in the crowd. Honestly, no, it's not. They sacrificed some chickens before they went on stage. Ah, some chickens. They sacrificed some chickens. <laughs> they just cut some chickens head off. But yeah. No, seriously, that was one of those deals. Like, okay, I, I was drawn into it. You What's know? crazy is, is how nice guys like that are in person. Like, those are like the biggest sweethearts. Like, they say yeah, I, I, they're just like always so nice. Like, you think about it. They talk JB and let them have a show. This is pretty true. You know how nice of a person you have to be to make that show sound good. Right. Like to a, to a middle aged white man that's a dickhead and really uptight. You try to get him. To talk to me the other night at Shooters, you probably don't remember you were fucked up. Well, he I was had, trying to pay out. He had that stroke. 
He had that yeah, stroke, man. He, he don't like, remember nothing, dude. Yeah, no. he don't remember a whole. He remembers me and Casey. Yeah, he remembers hey, us. Like he, he don't remember. Hey, he remembers. Us. No, he, he remembers it me and Sam date. Me. He remembers me and Casey. Mm-hmm. He remembers. I never really fucked with JV. He was trying to like introduce him. They weren't happy with you. Him. Laughed about me getting my ass beat this week. Fuck you. That was funny. It really was. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll tell this story. No, real quick. don't Just tell the story. Out. I'll don't tell the story. I was in the wrong, kind of, sort of. So I was I sitting at a table with some people, and it was supposed to be my friends, but one of them I really didn't know that well. It was one of my friend's brothers. And he was kind of being aggressive about some stuff. I think he'd just been drinking something. I don't know, man. But his buddy kept turning him to chill out, and then I got tired of it. And I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, if I, if the friend thing had crossed my mind a little sooner, I wouldn't have done what I did. But I ended up punching the guy, and the next thing I know, I get my ass beat. By what I'm for sure of was three. Somebody else told me it was four. I'm, I'm not sure, but they beat the fuck out of me. I'm not going to do that again. I heard it was a paraplegic with one arm, but you okay. can cut that out. You so fuck that. you. I mean, <laughs> no, you're a dick for saying that. But anyways, get my ass beat. Like, look, I got blood all everywhere because my nose. is. I, I just been like sucker punched in the nose like eight times back to back. You know, so this motherfucker's gushing blood. And I look up, and the person that I salted their chicken is standing there. Follows me to the back to get a rag and some ice. I had to change shirts. They pretty much ripped my shirt down there, smooth off of me. And um, get out to the parking lot, thinking everything's good. I'm about to go home. Just got my ass beat, hurting pretty bad. Nope, here comes another ass whooping in the driver's seat of my truck. <laughs> They caught my door for, or one of them caught my door before um the guy originally punched caught my door and he got his revenge. Fucked my rib cage up, dog. But I don't know if I got some cracked ribs or not, but it hurts pretty much talk. And um, then I got a phone call getting bitched out by said chicken girl as I'm fucking bleeding out. <laughs> I'm basically like losing a copious amount of blood. I'm getting my ass chewed. About how. About how I left after it. No shit. I just got my ass beat twice. I ain't trying to hang out, bitch. I've been looking I'm getting for, the fuck up out of here. I've been looking for a chance to run in to somebody getting their ass whooped that I know and yelling suppressing fire. It's a suppressing fire. Dude, if you would have come up I don't know in the middle of me. Man. It's off of Archer and I know what he's talking about, but if I'm ever getting my ass beat like that and you come up and yell suppressing fire, I'm going to fuck you up after I get through getting my ass beat. Suppressing fire. That's so funny, though. I love Archer, and every time he does it, it's so funny. It's Cyril that does it. He's like, suppressing fire, and he misses every time. He misses his eyes. Oh, God. My... Anyway, so, yeah, that was fun. Got my ass beat. Um, Interesting for a Thursday night. Wednesday night. Um, I was actually minding my own business. So Thursday night, I probably could have got up and walked away like I should have. Wednesday night, I tried to do that. And it's, you know, for some reason, like, all my fights always come in twos. Like, I won't get into a fight for a year. And, like, all of a sudden, like, twice in, like, a one-week or two-week period, like, somebody, basically to go, somebody will fuck with me, and then I will fuck with somebody. And that's usually how it goes. I go ahead and admit that. Usually the first one's not my fault. The second one's usually my fault. I don't know if I get a big head from the first one or not. But anyways, uh, Wednesday night. No, it was Tuesday night. I'm at Shooter sitting there minding my own damn business. 
And this guy comes up talking shit to me about pipelining. And he's being a real big dickhead. And he doesn't know who I am. I was like, look, bud, like, I know you're lying about this because I'm I an mean, inspector most of the time. Like, you no, know, I operate outside of that. And if, you know, there's not any inspecting jobs, I can find. Is that so, you know, you wasn't a pipeline welder before you were a swamper. You know what I mean? That don't make sense. So, you know, like, fuck off. And I didn't tell him to fuck off, but I made it very clear that I really wasn't trying to talk. He walked over and sat down. I was talking to this other guy, and he randomly comes up and was like, I heard what you said. I was like, what? Because whenever he did walk off and the other guy walked out, I was like, man, that guy's fucked up. You know, he was just young and drunk. I wasn't saying anything like really just too bad. You know what I mean? I was more just like getting to the point of the guy's 22 years old, and he's just really, he's like whiskey drunk, stumbling around drunk. You know what I mean? I've been there. That's what I'm saying. And um, he comes over there pissed off about it. True. And, like, I, I sit there. I'm like, no, man, look. Like, I'm just saying that you were just young and drunk. Like, I've been there. It's cool. Like, I'm not mad at you or nothing about it. Like, it's cool. And, like, he kept on and kept on to the point that I looked up at the bartender, and he's giving me the stink eye because I ain't hit the motherfucker yet. And that's how that shit kind of goes. I look over at the bouncer, and he shrugs after I've done repeatedly, like, for, like, a couple minutes, man, try to get this dude to leave me alone. So I busted his shit. The Thursday night, I got my shit busted. Where'd you... Where were we at Wednesday night? No, it was Tuesday night, Wednesday night. No? I think it was Tuesday night. Where were you at the first night? Shooters. Yeah, it was shooters. I wasn't even drinking. I wasn't even drinking. Yeah, Sam showed up right after. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even drinking, man. Like, I was I was drinking Dr. Pepper. Like, I was really... I was seriously keeping it myself. I stand at the bar by myself, talking to Nathan... Like, that's all I was doing. And this guy come up, you know, belittling me and stuff. And I tried to get out of it several times. Yeah. And then he told me that if his girlfriend wasn't sitting there, he's going to beat my ass. And you just don't do that. Why would you say that to somebody? You're obviously about to fight after this you is, say that. This is, this is really yeah, like true. Yeah, if like, if, I, if you say it to somebody and you don't expect somebody just to come up and fucking drill you right in the fucking mouth, then you have more issues than what I can deal with with my fists. I have seen someone... Let me tell the whole story. I was at a house party right after I moved out of my parents' house. I'm 18 years old. I'm having a house party. And Alan. these people that were from Pittsburgh, Texas, ended up in Texas County, Arkansas at my I house. I still don't know who they were. Hold on, time out. To reiterate on this, any of my Pittsburgh friends, I want to, if somebody remembers this happening, I remember it going down and all. Oh, I was there. But I don't remember who the people were from Pittsburgh. I'd never met them before. They're not my normal Pittsburgh friends, and I've hung out with a lot of people in Pittsburgh. I've never seen them people again. They said they were from Pittsburgh. We we probably had we probably had like a hundred to hundred fifty people at this house. There's party. people doing donuts in the fucking woods. That was me. There's fucking somebody getting pulled on a dinner tray. That was with a lamp rope. <laughs> As, it, it's dry outside. It was dry. It's outside. summertime. It was Jay. It was Jay on the yeah, on the, Jay, on the TV Jay tray. Was on we the TV po- tray. No, no, no. It was Adam Owens pulling him behind his truck. Yes. on on the TV tray. I want to hear the story. So, anyways, story is backstory. Go back to Rip it. The bars off your windows, nigga. <laughs> yeah, they they fucked this rent house up that me and uh, Loud Newmack had just moved into, and. um so anyways, all these people are here, huge-ass fights happening outside. And it was one of those, It was the, the house party got so big that they took all my living room furniture, because our living room, were, living room was gigantic, and it had, like, huge stone concrete floors. It was, it was super nice. Old, but it was super nice. Big house. Yeah. 
So anyways, they took all my living room furniture out and put it in my kitchen and took the island out of my kitchen because that's all I had in the kitchen at the time. And put the it island in, up. We and were throwing dice room. in the drawers of the living room. Yes, seriously. But in the kitchen. Like, they were sitting on the couches and shit, but in the kitchen. So anyways, like, the, the kitchen's completely open. It was big enough that, like, probably 60 people could have been in my living room at one point in time. Like, it was a huge living room. And there's bitches dancing up on top of the island. There's people two-stepping around the fucking bottom of the island. And... In the middle of the whole deal, someone runs in and says, hey, there's people fighting outside. I go to run out the front door because I'm like, who the fuck is this fighting in my house? Go to run out the front door. Now, there's a brick opening, or there's two brick uh, walls midway through the through the yard at the end of it. And they're probably about three foot high each. Well, I mean, they are. Oh, there's a sidewalk in between two brick walls. That's it. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm super drunk at this point in time. I'm thinking I'm the shit. So I'm taking off sprinting through the fucking front yard. I'm going to jump over this brick brick wall that's three foot tall when there's a walkway not even six inches this from whole it. night is retarded man. it is it is so anyways i go to like step on it i got fucking boots on my this leather is why you can't give young people nice shit. this is exactly why leather boots on i stepped on the fucking brick wall when i did i caught the ledge of it and i slipped i'm full sprint hit my leg I thought I broke my fucking femur, <laughs> dude. I did a front flip, crushed my beer can, the, and but 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 at the time, at the time, I thought I was fine. <clears throat> at the time, I thought I was fine. I jump right up immediately, and I go taking off to this fight like shit didn't even happen. But all the people that were behind me running just stopped and doubled over and couldn't help but die laughing. Like that's how fucking funny it was. And I get to the fight, and it's this fucking these two dudes fighting in the truck door, their F one fifty, and. Somehow they get into a fight. Girl tries to break it up. One of the dudes hits the chick. Shit goes down. All these fucking dudes from Texas Arkansas are trying to beat this guy up from Pittsburgh, Texas. Like, you hit that fucking chick. And he was like, dude, just, no, fuck y'all. Fuck, ain't nobody at this house can beat my ass. And one of my Rick, buddies. Hold on. And this dude iterates this a couple times that ain't nobody at this house about to beat his ass. Newsflash, buddy. Alan Watson's here, and he's not going to listen to you say that. Alan is at a good 30, 40 foot away. Wasn't even in the conversation. Wasn't even paying attention heard to the it whole out of the, I Heard it in his peripherals. <laughs> yes. Heard, heard it from across the fucking front yard. And he's like, the fuck this motherfucker say to me? <laughs> walked up, smoked this motherfucker, and dropped him right there in the door of his F-150. And just walks off. Just That's it. He said, I was like, oh, what the fuck? He was like, he said nobody, nobody was going to beat his ass. He said, he said, he said it. He, he said, said he wasn't going to talk to me like that. I said, Alan, he wasn't even fucking talking to you. He said, no, nah, he wasn't going to talk to me like that. <laughs> just, Alan that? Watson, the guy, the guy that sped off in the car, that hey, guy is the one that did that. I've met him one time at Fat Jack's, and some dude was like trying to be his friend and shit. The guy asked for his number. He gave it to him. Well, the guy who got his number hit call to call him. And he, Alan gave him the wrong number. <laughs> Straight up called him out. And he was like, "Well, you know, I got two phones. What, baby, what's my number? Uh, oh, man, I got two. You know, it's probably my work phone. It's in the truck. My other phone's in the truck too, so it's not. It's not gonna ring." He's like, "It's your phone. The guy has her phone." And finally, I was like, "Dude, is this dude gonna catch on? He just got a wrong number. And he needs to walk off." Nope. How is this? What time? I ain't gonna tell that story. He gave him a card. He gave ended up giving him a business card to get this dude to walk away. Alan, Alan's a, Alan's a trip, man. I love that motherfucker. I do. I love that motherfucker. He's the funniest person ever. Didn't you say one time he got into a fight in Stephenville? 
He got his ass beat a lot in Stephenville. No, I'm kidding. He won a lot, but he also lost a lot. <laughs> and uh, he was like homecoming king and shit, but got it revoked. Like, they pulled it from him because he got caught doing donuts in the school parking lot drunk. <laughs> in his brother's rental car. <laughs> With two girls that weren't 21, so he was contributing alcohol. Yeah. I was a nut, man. He got, one time, his other buddy, Josh, man, Josh has calmed down, got a family now. He's not wild or anything. He don't really drink much no more. But one time, me, him, and Alan, and a couple other people, we were all chilling. It was like me and some people from Linden went to Stephenville to visit them. Like, that was never, Alan was like in his prime, so we were pumped up about going. And, um, something happens inside, and Josh Johnson's talking shit to this guy. And it's two of them standing there, but the other guy I knew had nothing to do with this. Like, he's just standing there listening to these two people argue, minding his own goddamn, but he ain't even looking at them. It's like he literally stood there with his back turned just to listen to what the hell they were talking about. Josh hits that guy, drops him, hits the other dude that ain't got shit to do with it, <laughs> drop because he thought it was his buddy. So he didn't give the guy a chance. That guy just heard the dude get smashed and turned around and get smoked down too. And then Josh gets out. He's like, fuck it. Josh is inside by himself. It's just me and him. But I ain't like 16, 17. Like I have my brother's ID. Like I ain't supposed to be in Stephenville technically. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to like, you know, get in this big ass bra with a bunch of college dudes. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh shit. Josh just dropped two motherfuckers. What do we do? Josh rips his own shirt off. It's like, let's take this shit outside where he knew everybody was at and just walks outside. Like, nobody's even said anything at this point. <laughs> like, he just drops two motherfuckers. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And he's like, let's take it outside. And just, we bounce outside the front and nobody would come out there. Nobody would come out. The first dude wouldn't get up. The other dude was like, man, what the fuck? And then he ended up apologizing to that guy and they were friends. But... One time, oh yes, one time we were at a Randy Rogers concert in Stephenville. Me and all the same people from Linden. If I'm mistaken, this might have been the same weekend. Um, we go to first. This is my first time in Stephenville, and we go to Randy Rogers. We had to buy a CD on the way there. We didn't know who the fuck Randy Rogers was. Nobody did. Randy Rogers wasn't. Nobody but people in Stephenville or Fort Worth knew who the fuck Randy Rogers was. And we get there and. The night before, some of our buddies had drove from Stephenville to Forney, Texas, and got their asses beat by a bunch of black dudes. Just, they piled up like four deep in a single cab truck and drove all the way to Forney and got their asses beat. Well, Alan didn't go, and Alan felt bad that his buddies got beat down by like 10 black It wouldn't have made a fuck if Alan had been there, but when I hear that he got their asses beat anyways. But Alan was depressed because he wasn't there to protect them. Anyways, fast forward next night, Randy Rogers, Alan's like, Push me into that guy. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm like 128 pounds. I'm still in high school. Like, I'm a little bitty. I'm still, I'm skinnier than I am now. You know, like, fuck, I'm a little bitty motherfucker. He told me to push him into this giant of a man. You know, like, this motherfucker's got, like, his shirt got ripped off. And he had an eight-pack. Sinked it, motherfucker. Thought he was fat. He wasn't. This motherfucker's all rock. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, one of them people. And I'm like, no, Alan. And he's like, and somebody else is like, fuck it, and pushes Allen. And he pushes Allen. Two of them go flying across like they got pushed. Allen slaps this big motherfucker in the nuts. Okay, and it's like, and that guy's like, ha ha, 
You hit me in the balls, man. Alan's like, what balls, motherfucker? Boom. Hits him. Guy gets up. Boom. Hits Alan. Busts his shit. His shit was bleeding just as bad as mine was the other night. Like, he's fucking gushing blood everywhere. And a big brawl breaks out. It was like everybody in this whole fucking crowd just went absolutely nuts. Because it's Stephenville, Texas, which is fucking cowboys. And you can't do shit like that at places like that. And, man, the biggest brawl I've ever seen breaks out. People fighting everywhere. I, I, oh, and I had just got over a broken face. Like, I had just had, like, facial surgery. Like, I had just shattered my eye socket shit in a toilet wreck. So, like, I, I get punched in the face like, you're going to hit brain, nigga. Like, shit, you know. But So, I'm st- I am staying out of it, actively staying off to the side. We lose Allen. Go down to the bottom. This motherfucker's by a porta potty with a shirt covered. Somebody else's shirt covering his nose. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We can't find him. Everybody's pissed. And this girl named Jill. We go out to. We go outside. We get in the truck. We run out the gate. I'm 17. I got a fake ID. I ain't supposed to be at this motherfucker. We gotta get the fuck out of here. Like my buddy just started this brawl that people are going to jail over, and we're next, bitch. We gotta leave. We get to the car, and this girl Jill, man, is bitching Allen out. And all, and Alan's got his face covered up with blood everywhere. And all he says is, Jill, would you shut the fuck up? It's okay. And I'm like, no, Alan, it's, I'm not mad at you, dog, but I don't feel like it's okay. Like, it's not okay. Like, yes, Jill, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alan, it's not okay that you did this. Like, we just got to iterate that right now. Like, just so you don't get anything in your head like any of this situation was okay, it wasn't. And then we went back, got drunk at the, got even more drunk at one of their buddies' houses, and we went home the next day. Wild experience. 